Welcome to Living Light Radio with your host, Ranbir Poir. That's me, where we'll give you a dose of inspiration, application, and adaptation every single week so you can embrace the light of your life and live the life of your dreams. I hope you'll join us every Friday. Welcome back. This week I'm sharing a post with you that I wrote a while back, but it's timely because it's about the perks of receiving an insult. And the original post is directed towards parenting, and that's how I'm going to share it with you today. But even if you are not a parent, I think it's quite important, um, this conversation, because so many of us can feel insulted at different times in our lives, and it's breaking that down. I'm going to break that down for you today. So I'm going to dive in. And this conversation started when I was asked by a mom. And she said to me, a child at school told my daughter that she has a weird amount of hair on her arms. And her question is, how can I help my daughter handle this? Most young children lack a filter. (laughs) Actually, so do most adults for that matter. Much of what kids say at school is merely an observation. They often don't have any ill intent behind it. However, as they age, they take on our adult limiting values and beliefs. That, combined with the clumsy use of labels, can lead us to some challenging social experiences. Back to the arm hair. There are many ways that people can deal with this. Number one, you could say something critical right back. Or number two, use it as an opportunity to grow. In fact, my husband and I created what I call a magic formula, and it applies to adults and kids. And it's helped me tremendously with my own feelings because I am extremely sensitive or, you know, I I have a big heart and I wear my heart on my sleeve. So sometimes it's easy to ruffle my feathers. So I put this into practice myself and it's really helped me. So I'm going to share it with you now. It's this observation plus emotion equals insult. I'll say it again. Observation plus emotion is what creates the feeling of being insulted. Anyone can make an observation, but you have to add emotion to it for you to feel insulted. This girl's experience dealing with an uncomfortable moment can be converted into an opportunity for her to learn to control the only thing she can her reaction, and hence her emotions. Placing her focus on her inner experience will ultimately define not only how she deals with any such moments in her life, because there's going to be a lot of them, but it'll help her determine her inner life, her level of inner peace. Here are four steps that you can use to turn this into an opportunity for growth if you were this little girl's parent. And you could put your own, you know, insert your own particular situation into these four solutions, but I'm going to dive right in. Number one, minimize your own negative emotions. If you amp up the emotion, your child will inadvertently embed the issue more deeply and become even more self-conscious about the hair on her arms. Your child will base much of her interpretation on how you react. If you get up in arms... (laughs) 
sorry, I had to do it, and say, how dare she say that about you? And say, how dare she say you have hairy arms? You're going to dig a hole. Though this may seem like a protective response, it creates a disconnect from the world at large. Really, it's just one of the uh, one person communicated poorly. It's not a big, big issue. Number two, discuss her emotions, discuss the child's emotions. Ask her, how did it make her feel? She may give you universal responses such as it made me feel like I was different or it made me feel embarrassed. Just allow her to express her feelings fully because that's the best way to release them. It's It's important to uncover where her insecurities may be hiding. Number three, neutralize her negative emotions. Basically, you want to reverse out negative emotions that she has already experienced. One of the great benefits of this is to provide the opportunity to expand your rapport with your child. So by neutralizing that negative emotion, you allow that to a release, but also you can reposition that observation in a whole new way. (laughs) The next thing, reality, just putting it into perspective, just acknowledge the reality of it. And then talk about how each body is different. Your child may in fact have comparatively hairy arms. (laughs) That might just be. And that's not going to go away. Well, at least not soon. So just point out that it's just one of the very many unique things about her. Everyone has their own unique attributes. Ask her to imagine how boring the world would be if we all looked the same. How would you tell each other apart? And think about how many people have had surgery to get the perfect nose and ended up wishing they could have just had their original unique look back. I think that was, what's her name? She's the actress from Dirty Dancing. I can't remember her name right now, but, you know, she had that surgery and, you know, she probably, it was her unique look that people were really drawn to. Anyway, do unto others. Most of us tell our kids to do unto others as you would have them do unto you. When we tell our child to do something and then rely on their cognition to embed such a life value, it's less effective than experiential life lessons. Turning a seemingly negative experience into an opportunity to grow can provide a better chance to embed this value. Ask your child to provide examples of when she has forgotten to use her filter. Or if she can think of any, if she can't think of any, use your own life examples. I've not met one person in my life that's not made this error. So it should be pretty straightforward for you to find an example of when you've made an observation that could, you know, that was just an observation that you didn't mean to hurt somebody's feelings. Once the child can be reminded that she has done this before, or that you as a parent have made that error before, and that... You know, she didn't mean any harm when she was making that observation. It helps put her emotion, uh, you know, into perspective. If nothing else, this exercise will show you how to communicate with her and have this open dialogue where you're not getting all amped up and angry or feeling sad over just a simple observation. Do you often interpret an observation in, 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 as an insult? You know, what's your pattern? It gives you an opportunity to dig deep into your own life as an adult and to do a quick audit. Sometimes we find that those that take the most offense <laughs> say the most offensive things as well. So it's pretty, pretty interesting how that kind of yin and yang works. And, you know, we're going to 
talk about the reality is that your child gets older and you don't want your child to feel slighted at every little thing. It's it's very difficult to be around people like that, that um, feel hurt by every little observation. It fuels a low self-image. As I was growing up, I became very sensitive to the comments of others. I amplified the opinion of others until it became so loud that I could not hear my own voice. From experience, I think you should teach your child to ignore the insults and the compliments. That's what worked for me. If you let the good opinions define your self-image, by default, you will inadvertently allow the negative opinions of others to determine your self-image as well. This is one of the cornerstones of living externally or living from the outside in. It was something that I had to learn for myself and I'm glad I did because it really shifted how I value myself and it taught me to be intrinsic. You know, the old adage, what others think about you is their problem. Only it's very tough to learn to accept and apply this as an adult. So by teaching your child this when she's young or he's young, wow, what an excellent opportunity to teach your children to tap into their own emotions for guidance instead of allowing the impressions of others to guide them. That's what we're doing when we let the comments of others to act as the wind that directs our sail. We're guaranteed to go off course. We're here to help them along in their formative years, but only your child intrinsically knows her or his ultimate path and purpose. Imagine if your child was not skewed by praise or insults, if she remained tuned into the present moment, the way she was born. Wouldn't that be just incredible? And it's possible. It's so possible. Because situations like this allow you to guide your child on how to stay true to themselves, but also gives you an opportunity as a parent to reflect on how you can be true to you. No matter how persuasive the words of the outside world seem, contentment will only come from avoiding the trap of living externally. Now, we know that this is an idealized response that would be difficult to achieve 100% of the time. But what if you succeeded more than 70% of the time? How would that change your life and your relationships and most importantly, your relationship with yourself? Moments like these provide an opportunity for mutual growth to build your bond, whether it's with your child. And this could be in a conversation you could even have between partners. You know, it's important. The bonus is that you too will become conditioned to think in the same way. In these moments, your child is your greatest teacher. It's moments like these and the resultant habits that you help to create that will allow your child's inner champion to awaken so they can be free within if you wouldn't mind, I'd love for you to go to our website. The show, uh, the link is in the show notes, but it's www.freewithin.me forward slash insult. And share when you can think of a time when you added emotion to an observation and you felt insulted. I'd love to hear how that's been for you. And did this new formula change things for you? And 
will it change things for you in the future? Hope you will go visit the site and check it out. And please share this podcast with anyone you think that could benefit, especially if they are easily hurt. I think it's an important one because like I said, I've been there. I used to be super sensitive to the words of others until I awoken my own inner champion. I hope you have a wonderful week ahead. Thanks for tuning in today. Please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and to visit our site, www.freewithin.me. Talk to you next week.